0: Hey, we're back. We're doing this. We've been gone way too long once again, uh, as always. Uh, this is episode, what,
1: 80 of the Q&A podcast? Yeah, episode 80. We've been gone for three months. Uh, yeah. Um, our <laughs> we, last episode was, like, right before my birthday. I went from... Last episode was when I was 30, and now I'm 31. It's, uh...
0: At this point, it's basically when we have a free moment to do it. And, uh... Those have been few and far between lately. Yes, for now. Um, but uh, my name is Anthony. Sitting right next to me, as always, is my pal De Quincey. Yo. And it's a pretty good time to be a sports fan. I mean, if you ask me, like, if you ask me, mm-hmm. um, basketball is over, but free agency is just kicking in.
1: Literally just kicking in. And free agency, if you um but we're recording this 9 o'clock um, Central, so free agency will start in two hours. Yeah, I'm sorry, two hours and one minute. We're recording on a Friday. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of
0: action is going on. Uh, trades and signings that are going to happen. And guys that are opting out of contracts. It's it's a pretty wild time right now. Um, more so than I can remember like recently, like in the past few years. I mean, of course, you know, you had like, where's LeBron going?
1: Where's Canada in, the Red go, going?
0: right. But I think um, there's so many more players now that are quote unquote available mm-hmm. this go around that um, there's a lot more action that I think that we're used than we're used to.
1: But uh, I mean overall, I mean, it, like there's, I said. There's it, also, thanks to the TV deals that uh, the NBA has with ESPN, TNT, a lot more money has come come into the game. So a couple of years ago, this, uh, the salary cap was like $60 million. Last year it was over 100 million. Uh, this year is going down a little. This year is going to be apparently at ninety-nine million, but still, that's thirty million more than it was going back f- right. three, four years ago. And you got more money. You got owners that are more willing to spend the big bucks bringing these players, or you know, make trades to bring in these players that are already making big bucks. Yeah, and um, it's got me hooked. Like mm-hmm.
0: I honestly, I was pretty. Once the Rockets were eliminated from the playoffs... stopped watching?
1: I pretty much tuned out. I, I I didn't... I think once the Rockets stopped... Once the Rockets were eliminated by the Spurs, I don't think I watched basketball again until, like, game three or four of the finals. Mm-hmm. It's like... Um, I'll be honest with you. With, of all the major sports... And I'm only counting three major sports because I don't watch soccer. Sorry. <laughs> sorry if I'm Mexicanos. Um basketball is the one I pay the least amount of attention to. Yeah, I know shocker, black guy, not paying attention to basketball, <laughs> but I always believe that that's because I pay attention to the sports I could do in middle school and high school, and I was good at football, good at baseball, couldn't jump enough for basketball. <laughs> so I just, that went outside out of mind. Even though I
0: wasn't a very good basketball player, I've always preferred to play basketball
1: than watch it. It's just something yes. that I can't I can't sit and watch because I, oddly enough, I do the same thing with soccer. I'll play soccer, but if you ask me to sit down and watch, like, even a World Cup game, that's like NyQuil. I'm going to sleep.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Although, I'll tell you, I'll give you one thing. I have been watching soccer. Mm -hmm. Like, I've watched two soccer games in, no, three soccer games in the past calendar year, just thanks to friends that are into soccer. and I gotta say it's fun it's actually exciting when you're watching with a big crowd like at a bar like at a sports bar or something uh, especially with these international games man the fans these folks really get into it and uh, they go wild they go wild at these events so it's, it's fun if, if you're in the right environment I think uh, but if you're sitting at home yeah, I, yeah I'm, I'm watching I don't know PBS, I don't know. No. I'm I did not even watch that.
1: I'm watching Luke Cage for the 15th time. Oh, okay. Right. Um, But let's get to the reason why we decided to have a podcast. Um, big news. Rockets made a trade. Woo. They're on the move. Yeah. Um, so let's just get into a trade. And then we'll get into big news that's happened tonight. That that by the time you'll, you'll hear this, I'll probably put this out Saturday yeah, put it out Saturday and nothing else to do. Um, you already know, but you'll get our thoughts on it. So, um, last and there's week probably things that might happen while we're recording that we can talk about as they break as well and give our thoughts as you know as they come mm-hmm. along. So uh, let's go to let's get right into the nitty gritty. Um, the Chris Paul trade. Houston uh, trades with the Los Angeles Clippers. Uh, we get their thirty-two-year-old future Hall of Famer point guard Chris Paul. And in return, we sent uh, the Clippers Patrick Beverly, Sam Decker, a uh, 2018 first-round pick, which is top three protected, and a couple other contracts are just cap filler. So with the, the draft pick,
0: I mean, you can pretty much guarantee it'll be 20 or higher. Yeah. Or lower. Between 20 and 30. How's <laughs> <Yeah, that was laughs> a better way to it. put it. Between picks, between, between picks 30, uh, 20 and 32. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, there's really, you're not really giving much up there. And we haven't had a first-round pick in pff, at least two years, it seems like. Um, so it's nothing new for this team. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is a win-now move, really. I mean, you are given up your bench to get an elite point guard. Um, who is what? probably at the peak of his career at this point. He's, if he's 32, I, he's 32,
1: 32 two. I would say he's going into the... He's still up there, but he's on the back. As I say, he's on the back nine. He's, yeah. coming, he's coming down. Um, Hopefully not for a couple of years. <laughs> as long as he's wearing a rocket uniform. But he's definitely... I would say his best playing days are behind him. And I would say that's okay right now because he's got uh, James Harden now... Who is probably the best two he's ever played with?
0: Mm.
1: But it's inter- it's interesting because they
0: opened up Harden this year to be to hand, take more reps mm. at the yeah. one.
1: So um, and to be honest with you, I think that's why he kind of died out at the end of the year. He was just uh, exhausted. So I think having point. another guy who is a playmaker who can. Um, who's the one who's? I don't think he's as good as a defender as Patrick Beverly is, mm-hmm. but it's like compare. It's a well not, Beverly, not right now. Yeah, Beverly is. is an A and Paul's a B plus, so it's it, you. It's not going to be that big a deal. But what they really need was someone to take the pressure and take the ball handling out of Harden's hands, so he's fresher at the end of the year. Okay, okay. that that makes sense. I'll, I I can get behind that idea. I um, get behind that idea, but I, when. Or that theory, yeah. before the trade, I was pushing hard for them to go after Blake Griffin. Keep Harden at the at the at the one. Uh, you could do a bunch of pick and rolls, pick and pop with Blake Griffin. He has a mid range game. He he has he's developing a three point game. It's not all the way there, but you know on this team he would definitely get the opportunities. And you know him's him and uh, also Clint Capella just slash into the basket alley oops and. Getting drives, yeah. I mean, That's who I was pushing for. And with that, I mean, you would have a, a legitimate big
0: man like at the four and five area in the four and five area that can bang with some of these bigger guys. You know, I mean, we've it seems like all of our bigs are just like tall and skinny, nothing like too solid, um, unless I'm not picturing Capella <laughs> right uh, or properly at the moment. Um, but. I mean, if you can't get Blake, Blake Griffin, uh, Chris Paul is still not a bad guy to have on your team either. Um, everybody's saying it's already the best backcourt in basketball. It's hard to argue with at this point.
1: Um, they're either, depending on how you feel about uh, Golden State, they're either one or two. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't, you can't deny how great Golden State is. They have sure. one guy who's the, who uh, was a back-to-back MVP. And then Clay Thompson, you know, he can go for sixty points only, dribbled it eleven times in the entire game. <laughs> Jeez. But yeah. so um, one of the things that really worries me right now is the uh, the rest of the team. Because of course. <laughs> you give up your bench, yeah, I mean, you <laughs> give everything, and there's not much that the Rockies can do right now, especially in free agency. They're already with uh, Chris Paul's contract. They're already not uh, four million dollars over the cap, which would be ninety-nine million dollars. They still have their the two um what's called the exceptions. They have the mid-level exception and the biannual exception. But you can only use one of those. The mid-level exception is looks like eight point four. The biannual is three point three, rounding up a little bit. So you could probably, you know, with that eight million dollars, you might be able to get two. Two uh, role players for the bench, mm. but they're not gonna be you know the guys coming in. It's not gonna know. be a Lou Williams, yeah, or another Eric Gordon, yeah. I mean, you still have Gordon, right. uh, Ariza, Capella, but if I'm right now, I'm looking at the the roster, the depth chart, and after Capella, there are names on here that I have no, I've never seen before. <laughs> Ryan Kelly, Sean Long, like, are these NBA players or this these like? um guys that go, sur- go surfing in California, um, they still have the cap holes for Nene Hilario, so hopefully he come back. Last year he paid, he, uh, he towards Ab? For uh, the groin, I think, at the end of the year? I will look that up because I am not 100% sure. Let me Google that. Google googling. At the
0: end of, uh, or during, during the playoffs, during the playoffs against San Antonio, right? Mm-hmm. I believe that's what happened to him. Uh, uh
1: yeah, it was a left adductor tear. Yes. So that's lower body region. He's already an old man, so yeah. <laughs> maybe they'll be able to convince him to come back because there were times in the playoffs where he looked like he had he was fighting off all the time and it turned the clock back. But uh, if, even if he comes back for a restricted salary of like $3 million, they're still well over the cap. They really can't make any moves. So the only plans right now, I would say, is build the bench.
0: Yeah, I mean, at this point, that has to be the priority. I mean,
1: you've already got two great guards do you in want backcourt. Do you want to know how much they're making or will we be making this year? Sure. Uh, James Harden, will, remember, the cap figure is, like I said, $99 million. James Harden will be making over $28 million. Chris Paul, over $24 million. Wow. So right there, that's fifty-two million dollars. Yeah, already gone. So you don't. Yeah, there's not much to work with after that. Mm, nah. uh, uh Ryan Anderson makes almost twenty million. Eric Gordon, thirteen. Trevor Reza makes seven seven million. And Clint Capella makes two point three. He still Capella still on his rookie deal, but uh, I don't. I don't know what else they can do right now because, I'm per- they're not gonna trade Gordon. They need him off the bench. Yep. Uh, from what I all I've heard, tr- uh, Trevor Reza is one of the reasons that Chris Paul is here in Houston. He's a good friend of his, so he's not getting traded. Um, I would do everything in my power not to trade uh, Capella with his talent and that contract, keep him wherever it is. So the only the only thing they have is Ryan Anderson, and he makes way too much money for any team to take him. I mean, even the Knicks declined a trade. The Knicks! The <laughs> Knicks! That's a whole other can I, of worms right there. It's it's post-Phil Jackson, but still the Knicks! And apparently Sacramento wanted, it, I believe, I saw on Twitter, two first-round picks in order to take Anderson off our hands. Yeah. You better be yeah. getting, uh,
0: for that, you better be getting Boogie Cousins. <laughs> He's on... <laughs> You're out of the loop. No, he's no, he's no, I, no. I know he's he's. Uh, oh. I know he's with New Orleans, but oh, okay. you know, if you're trading with the, if you were going to be trading with the Kings, that you know should have been last year
1: when you're trying to get Boogie. Okay. So. Uh, yeah. So for Houston, how are you feeling? Uh. I, I don't know. It's it's I it's. I mean,
0: obviously, it's too early to tell. Mm-hmm. Um but you got two smart guys in you know in the backcourt that it's i mean it's hard to argue that they're going to have a you know they're not going to be they're not going to improve um, as long as they add maybe another uh, improve the bench or rebuild the bench I guess as it were um, but so my whole thing is and I we were texting about this recently. Like, it's a it's a matter of for me it's I'm acknowledging that I can't have my cake and eat it too, but I still want to have my cake mm-hmm. and eat it too. Because I look at I look at this whole landscape in the NBA and this whole thing of gotta build this super team and we have to get all these guys together to, to win. That's the only way you can win titles now. And,
1: and that's I mean that's just the way it's been recently. Um, can I just say something right for yeah. now? Yeah. I hate this whole people coming up and complaining about super teams. Because the only problem people have with super teams is that the players are deciding where they want to go. Okay. People, the Celtics yeah. were a super team in the 60s with Russell Russell and his team in the eighties, Bird, uh, Havicek, um, and the Lakers with uh, Magic and Kareem, and the Pizarro Super Team. Uh, the Lakers in the in the mid to late two thousands Super Team. But those when Boston you know, teams, though, they weren't
0: built. I mean, they weren't. It was it was during a time where there was no free agency. These guys were drafted together. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Drafted together and forced to stay together because there's no free agency. But they were still they still developed the super team yeah, on their own. I mean, yeah, it still, was a whole homegrown
1: super team. So why why are people so mad when owners and GMs control these people and do and create super teams, but when the players get together, it's a problem. Like I don't understand why people. This is a this is a personal rant. Okay. I don't understand why people take the side of owners so much when it's owner versus player. I don't understand these owners make you pay for these billionaire stadiums and then beg for another one another 25 20 to 25 years. These owners raise prices and lower prices. These owners do this stuff and I don't understand why when it when it comes to a, a discussion between owner owner management and players people always take the management. Why are you siding with the man? This is like because su- the man is sticking around. This is like you're, siding with the, with the casino and a gambling in in a gambling uh, when you go to Vegas, but you're the, rooting
0: for the house. Sure, but the house is faceless, and the house is still there. When you're a Cleveland Cavaliers fan six years ago, you're gonna side with management because the guy that was helping your team, that was doing it for your team, is gone. Like now, you stink. Yes, that's
1: because. If you look back at all the stupid decisions that management made. Sure. and they kept Trying to get uh, paying for Ben Wallace, paying for Shaq, drafting and the stupid trades they made and did not make. And LeBron looking around and saying, you know what? I only have so many more years as a basketball to go. I'm going to go where I can get a ring. Why are people... I'm going to go play with my friends and get a ring. I don't understand that. If you... Could have a job where you could work with your friends yeah. and get accomplishments and accolades, things like that, you would do it in a heartbeat. Especially if you're moving from freaking Cleveland to Miami. No offense to anybody for Cleveland. But it doesn't compare to Miami. But you still have but the the Cleveland
0: fans are still considering the Cleveland fans' feelings. That's all that is. That's the only reason why people side against the players because they don't want bottom line is they whether it's right or wrong they just don't want to see their guys leave their team because it 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 drastically affects the outcome of their team and And so then if it if it's that much of a problem if it really is that much of a problem don't go to the games don't support the owners
1: uh, it's your team you root for your team your entire life I am a player let's say I I've Lived my entire life in Houston. I grew up in Houston. I played basketball. And then I get drafted by the Utah Jazz. You're a jazz fan. That's all you know in your entire life. You love the jazz. When free agency comes, I'm getting up out of there. I don't care that it hurts you because you love the jazz. The jazz isn't the reason I got into basketball. Right. The Rockets were. So if I leave Utah for... If I come back to Texas, let's say even the... um The Rockets got no money And I come to San Antonio And I decide to move You're going to still be mad at me? Right right, So that's So Bump Utah Bump Cleveland Bump the Midwest That's all I can say Okay But still Milwaukee Sucks Cleveland Sucks Anywhere in the Midwest Where it snows And you You got to fly To get to a beach Your town sucks And black athletes Don't want to play there Especially in the NBA, I said it. Bump those Midwest cities. We're finally getting you to speak up a little bit. Uh, the
0: the levels on the uh, the microphone they're they're kicking up when you're speaking finally, but but there you go. Uh, the owner may not care about the fan, uh, based on the you know the the raising lowering or you know the raising of prices, I guess. Um, you know, whatever it is, cheaping out on the team, but they're not saying it directly. They're exactly what you're saying. Where you're saying, "Screw those Utah fans." The owners aren't directly saying that. They're it, it's very, it's subtle. It's subtle, so you don't really pick up on it. But when the players leaving, the the fans see it as the player is directly saying to them, "Screw off, Utah fans." And that's that's why they signed, they that's, they turn on the it's players. It's the same way I
1: feel about Kevin Durant. <laughs> People in Oklahoma City won't get mad because he left to go to to Golden State. Well, you know what I say about that? Have you been to Oklahoma City? There's nothing in Oklahoma City. It is terrible to be a rich black man in Oklahoma City where all you can do is go to your damn house and play Xbox all day, and you want me to turn that down for for living in Cali? You want me to accept that and not go to California? Hey, I- Florida. Texas? You're not saying anything wrong. Bump any team that ain't got a beach within driving distance.
0: You're not saying anything wrong, my friend. I mean, uh, but people's feelings get hurt. And we can't, we can't fix that. You can't change that.
1: Bump your feelings, bro. <laughs> Bump your feelings.
0: So the way I look at it is...
1: I didn't even know what we were talking about before we got right? We were talking
0: about super teams. So, okay. you know, it's like,
1: yeah, I, I want this team to win now. People wouldn't care about super teams if they went to where they what team they like. If pe- people wouldn't give a damn if there was a super team in Milwaukee, they'd be like, "Oh, look, Milwaukee! We know how to do it right, but Milwaukee." <laughs> They're not. I mean,
0: that's not gonna happen anytime soon. That's uh, that's just how it is. But
1: I mean, I, I want my team to win. NBA is so stupid. People complain about. <laughs> There's only like six pe- there's only like six places in the NBA that p- athletes want to live. And it's it's 10. sports in general, man. Yeah, there's the only person. six teams that are
0: that are going to compete in the NFL next year. Mm-hmm. There's only uh Yes, cuz you know why? There's not enough faces in in baseball to make it interesting again or to make it even, you know, to or to uh to ensure its popularity, you know, going forward, you know
1: whatever sports this is all I can say parody works in certain sports it works in football it doesn't work in basketball you want the best to play with the best because then it makes a David versus Goliath which is more interesting you go back in history; it's more interesting in the NBA when you have one super team and teams trying to take them down. Mm-hmm. When you have a bunch of teams, what is what is the one? So, are you opposed no, to no, multiple super was, teams? I'm not opposed to anything. Anything. If like uh, if the if Cleveland and Golden State meets in the finals again this year, I have no problem with it.
0: Only because I'm not going to
1: watch it. Like <laughs> I'm just I don't care. I, I, that's, <laughs> that's that's probably. Right. But, but my thing, if you go back and you look at the NBA. What is the worst uh, time period of the NBA? It's the 70s when there were no super teams. There were a bunch of teams winning, winning championships and the ratings suffered. If that was back when it was on the finals were on freaking tape delay. Mm-hmm. And you know, if you go back in history and go back and see how many teams have actually won the title in the NBA, it's like 16 teams have like 80 some percent of the titles. Parity doesn't exist in the NBA. It hasn't. Let it go. Let us have super teams. Let the NBA be great again, <laughs> and bump the Midwest, yo. I, uh, you're not like I said. You're not saying anything
0: wrong, um, because I mean, at the same like I said, at the same time, I want my team to win now. So if that means going after getting, you know, uh, assembling a super team, so be it. But you know there's uh, there's a part of me that that would that wants to see my team be David you know bringing down Goliath without and and by that you know not being a super team having maybe just one superstar having just James Harden I mean obviously it's it's that much harder to do so if it's just James Harden. there's no denying that, but it's like, I'm back and forth on it each, each day. It's like, one day I'm glad that this team is being assembled, you know, with these two super elite superstars. And then the next day I'm like, man, I wish they would, you know, they would uh, build from the ground up. But at the same time, that also means if you do it that way, you, that means your team is going to stink mm-hmm. for who God knows how long. Yes. There's is. a process... In progress right now in Philly and, and in LA look at the Lakers and in LA but it started in Philly it's looking promising mm-hmm. you don't know yet though it's still very uncertain uh, but a part of me does kind of like that but at the same time you're sacrificing the present which is your team stinks and you have to endure that for the time being um, and very few people are that patient. We want to win now. We want, it's, you know, what have you done for me lately? I.e., what are you doing for me mm-hmm. right now? Okay. So, I don't, I uh, don't even, again, I don't remember where the hell we were before. Super teams. we were, I mean, we were just, just talking about the idea of super teams and kind of my thoughts on it. Uh, because, yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I go back and forth on it. Um, you just don't want, um... but okay. So this is the whole point that I'm trying to make okay. about the su- about the idea of the super team here in Houston. Is that at this point we
1: don't have a choice. It's not. It's not a super team. You need at least three. We only right. have. Uh, I, like I saw on ESPN, someone said before this, the Rockets I, were, the Rockets were a move away from being a move away. So they made the one move. They need to make a third, another move in order to get a third superstar. Right, and and we already know one person that won't be, and we'll be talking about that a little bit later.
0: I mean, at this point, it's like this team has to go for broke now because that is we've always had to do that. I, again, I texted you a couple of days ago. Ninety four, ninety five. Since ninety four, ninety five, the Houston Rockets have pretty much been the same team. For 20, 22 years.
1: They only bought about and got Yao yeah, Ming that one year, but
0: that one year out of twenty two years. <laughs> but every year since not the ninety four-95 season, it's we're this close. We're this close to winning. We're we're in the playoffs. We've got this trio of, of superstars. We're this close. We're almost there. We we just came up short to win the title. I mean, that's a long time to it's like you kind of you kind of wish that some of those years were just terrible years that, you know... You, they could rebuild properly. Yeah, and and not tug at your heartstrings so much. But every year since, since that last title, it's pretty much been the same team, the same type of team. It's just, we're this piece away, or we're, you know, we're this series away, or we're, we're this close from beating this team, you know.
1: Yeah, in the NBA, you either want to be a title contender... Or bottom out where you don't want to be is in the middle in the middle in where the middle. you make the playoffs as a 7-8 seed mm-hmm. going on because you, you get knocked down the first round and you're not, you're not in the lottery so are you doing basically i call that the uh the job saver because gm can go home and be like hey we made the playoffs last five years you know i had to get an extension look at this AC 766 in six, the five, five. We've been in the playoffs a little bit longer. I could get us up there just like. I mean, in you're my. Just flo- you're just floating in the water.
0: In my you're just lifetime? For the bigger sharks. As far as I can tell, in my lifetime, I've only known two general managers for the Rockets Carol C.D. Dawson mm-hmm. and. Daryl Morey. Morey. That's it. I mean, that means these guys have been. Job saving every year, essentially. Floating in the water. <laughs> That's it. I mean. Um we've yeah. We've either just made the playoffs and like you said, exit early mm-hmm. or we get to the semifinals or the conference finals and lose outright the last, you know that last that last series. Like last
1: to get there. Yeah. Um moving on. Get off of that. Uh, we're gonna talk about that. how do you feel about this trade as far as the clippers go? And um well, we're talking about the Clippers, just reported about 20 minutes ago from the vertical, Blake Griffin will agree to a five-year, $173 million contract with the Clippers. Mm-hmm. He will not have a no-trade clause. Okay. Um,
0: I, the, I think the Clippers will still be in good shape. I mean, Patrick Beverly, you upgrade defensively. Um,
1: but it's, that's a downgrade offensively. Right. Uh, but you still have Drummond, right?
0: No, DeAndre Jordan. I always get those two mixed up. Andre Drummond and DeAndre Jordan. Um, you still got Jordan, who's a monster center, still. You still have Blake now, looks like. Um, you've upgraded your bench with... Lou Williams so they're gonna I think they'll be in good shape I don't I think they are now they're in there's what they are now is a job saving mode type team that's that's about it Um, they were they had the opportunity to win it all a few
1: years ago but that ship passed their best chance was the year they they dropped that 3-1 lead to these very rockets yeah Yes, that's right. And they've been ever once they lost, that have been their um, their first chance to make it to the Western Conference Final. I think in Chris, I definitely in Chris Paul's career, Blake Griffin as well, I believe, and you know take on the Warriors who later won the ch- who later went on to win the title. But ever since they got the Rockets came back and made their miracle comeback, they've just been a spiral of just hanging around, and I think without without Chris Paul and apparently um, I read a report earlier that JJ Redick he is out he's not coming back. I think they're going to be somewhere around that um 5 to 7 range. Sure, make it the playoffs, maybe get lucky and escape in the first round, but and I I like Blake Gordon, I'm Brilliant. Blake Gordon, Blake Griffin, I'm sorry. I like Blake Griffin. Um, I think <laughs> Be without Chris Paul and having the ball in his hand more, he can be more of a, a power guard or point forward and um, be able to actually make plays on his own. But the, the one thing I'm shocked at is he didn't get that no-trade clause. Yeah. Because if I'm um, if I'm the Clippers, I play out this year, see how it goes, and if it's just not going together... I'm shipping him and DeAndre Jordan out and rebuilding. So, yeah,
0: like you said, they, I know so they, they're they, in good shape
1: because they have the pieces. They have a new stadium coming, and people always say, oh, you need superstars to get a new stadium. No, you don't. I remember when uh, Minute Maid Park opened up, the Astros were terrible, but we still got 3 million people to come in. You know why? Yeah. A new stadium will do that. People will show up to see all the new bells and whistles. Yep absolutely so you don't need a superstar especially if you go out in front of the people Steve Ballmer the, the owner goes out and say, hey we have a plan it might take a couple of years but um, we're gonna rebuild and he's got the money and honestly what they really should if they do they go that route they can let they can cheap they can uh, take their prices of the tickets lower them because by then the Lakers should be back to prominence so p- people have a cheaper option <laughs> right for basketball in la but yeah I mean
0: like I said they're in good shape regardless because they'll continue to make the playoffs and if it's not working they have the pieces to they have the pieces to to be a playoff team and they also have the pieces to build for the future to trade like I said trade Griffin and Jordan and pff, rack up first round picks from them <laughs> From
1: that mm-hmm. point on. Uh, anything else in the Clippers?
0: No, I not mean, really.
1: I mean, I no. mean, I feel like if they lose Blake and then trade, they tra- I'm sorry, not lose. If they trade Blake and trade DeAndre Jordan, they're going back into that abyss <laughs> that they were before uh, Chris Paul and Blake Griffin got there, where they were just irrelevant. The yeah, down there, and I have a feeling that the. Cleveland Cavaliers will be down there starting next summer as well. It's like 1998 all over again. Good year. Good year. Um, moving on. Uh, I laid on to this earlier, uh, but Ramona Showburn just dropped a, a Woj bomb on the timeline line earlier when she uh, tweeted out that... See, so you're still... You, I can tell you still
0: follow more basketball than I do because you're saying Wojbombs. bombs. Hey, you just and
1: had this confused look on like, your face. Like, no, I, are no, we going
0: to war? No, 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 it's not that. I here's the thing. I just found out what that was like two days ago. <laughs> I just saw it on online on Twitter two days ago. <laughs> That's how far behind I am in, in basketball parlance. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Keep up with the times, Daniel. Dig it. We got a trade about 10 minutes ago. Paul George is heading to OKC.
0: What? Yes, and
1: apparently this is when Indiana is getting back. Victor Oladipo and Domantis Sabonis. Is he related to Arvidas? For people on the pod, I just shrugged my shoulders. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I did that. And I was like, "Wait, no one can see." Nobody you can see. see that. <laughs> I am not making a sound. Um, your thoughts on this?
0: So here, this this is my thought: Is Paul George really? I like again. This is how much I haven't followed anything outside of Houston. When it comes to basketball, anything outside Houston? Okay, no, no, uh, Golden mm-hmm. State or or Cleveland or San Antonio, uh, has he really been worth this much hoopla? Because there were talks of him going to Los Angeles, there were talks of the, uh, the Lakers, there were talks of him going to the Rockets, there were talks of him going, I think, to Cleveland. Mm-hmm. He was going all over. Everybody was gunning for for uh, Paul George. And all I can remember is he's the guy that broke his leg in that exhibition game a few years ago.
1: Yeah, the... Team USA. Yeah, uh, and Paul George, I, most people would say he's a top 15 to 20 player.
0: Okay, so that's the range we've got, 15 to 20. Is he worth all this hoopla, fin? Like, He's I mean, worth it's, it's, it if
1: you already have a number one on your team. Like, I think, right. I think okay. Indiana, he was forced to do too much. He's not a number one guy, but if he's your second banana... He can he can be the second best guy on the championship team. That's okay, that's
0: what I needed to hear because I felt like, yeah, he's not a number one guy, but he's being treated as such. But if this if the case is he's going to a team that already has a number one guy, obviously Westbrook, and he's going there to play second fiddle, then I think it's a, it's a dynamite trade for, for Oklahoma. Yeah, they didn't really give up much. They did not. Um, Olatipo is on his third team now in what four years?
1: He was drafted know. by Orlando, okay. then they traded him to, uh, okay, to see. OKC, and now he's going off to India. He was a lottery pick, as well, I believe. God, he's gone to some crappy cities. Yeah. No offense, or like, what's no, around? you've you've you've
0: you've done your damage already. I would right say here. no offense to or Orlando, because at least Orlando. they have uh, what's, what is what is Disneyland,
1: Disney World. <laughs> They have one of those, like, I never remember which one they have, but yeah, I, I kill Oklahoma City, Indiana. I think Orlando might have been the greatest, the best city he lived in because, hey, no state tax. Yeah. Um, as far, this is a a steal for Oklahoma City, to get a guy of his caliber for basically,
0: uh, bench players at this point. Yeah,
1: high-paid bench players, especially in Depots case, it's a steal for Oklahoma City. They... And him and and Westbrook, at least you give him a year to be to see what they can do. Mm-hmm. I feel like no matter what happens, he's going to L.A. Like, if you had moved him to, like, maybe Cleveland where he could team with LeBron. And maybe if LeBron stays a couple more years, he'd stay there. Or something like that. Miami, I don't know. They had the pieces, or a city like Houston, you might be able to coax him into staying another year. Yeah. Especially with these strip clubs we got down here. (laughs) So they said he likes the strip us. (laughs) But like I said earlier, I ripped them. I ripped Oklahoma City once. I'll do it again. There's nothing to do in Oklahoma City. I've been through that. There's like, I'm I'm surprised they have cable and internet. There's nothing out there. And I don't think no matter how much money they offer him, he will be He's as soon as free agents heading for the bright lights of L.A. Yeah, as soon as free agency starts in 2018, he is on a one-way trip, one-way trip to L.A. to join the Lakers. Yeah. Uh, okay, but is he going as the number one guy? Well, they'll have ball there, and well. okay. I don't think he'll be the number one guy because. Who's gonna be the number one guy in LA though? The rumor say LeBron James. <laughs> wow. But there's also a chance that Westbrook actually um, leaves too because his contract is up either. I can't remember if it's this year or, or this upcoming year or the year after. But his contract is coming up, and he he played college out in UCLA so he might be heading back there Mm -hmm. who knows all I know is the free agency the trades and the basically the NBA offseason has been 10 times more enjoyable for me than the NBA finals were and we just got started like a week ago yeah it's whoa, crazy crazy I definitely agree with that anything else you want to say my man I plan to keep this the basketball run around thirty minutes, and well, we're ten minutes over that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we no, I, I, I think it.
0: that pretty much covers it. I because uh, the Rockets didn't have a draft pick
1: this year, right? That's or, right. We traded to um, the Lakers for Lou Williams. Yeah. So there's speaking there's of Lou Williams, he's played in L.A., Philadelphia, and Houston. Houston. Great cities. Great cities. Yeah, can't argue with that. Uh, that mapping, bump, Milwaukee
0: again. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's not a lot to talk about in terms of. I mean, the draft. Only because I'm not. I mean, I didn't really follow it. I mean, I think everybody knew about Lonzo Ball what was gonna happen what was going on with that, and
1: it's interesting that he. Do you watch um, college sports? Not not as much. I do not watch it all because I hate the NCAA. Mm-hmm. So bump that. Sure.
0: No, I'll... I'll yeah. Uh, I'm giving you the
1: thumbs up on that one. So... Bump, whenever, right? <laughs> bump, bump the NCAA. Because we try not to curse on right here because I don't want to go back and, <laughs> and edit this. Yeah. Bump the NCAA for life, yo. I wholeheartedly agree. But yeah, I don't have much to say about the draft. Um, basically, I'm waiting to see what the Rockets do next. Paul George... Um, he's off the market now. Uh, there have been rumors of the Rockets um, talking to J.J. Redick, but he might be out of their price range. He's mm-hmm. seeking something like, I heard, $16 million a year. Jeez. Maybe 10 years ago when he was fresh out of Duke, but... I never know how old JJ Redick is He's always I always think he's either 23 or 37 I never get his age right He's forever young <laughs> looking He's forever young looking But he's been in the league forever So It's yeah. always some it's, He's in the middle of what I believe <laughs> uh, Oh man I had something else Oh apparently the Rockets Will get a sit down meeting with um, um, uh, Andre Iguodala Okay I think you're the mean, but I still think he's going back to the Warriors. Yeah, but,
0: I mean, if you have a chance at that guy, he's still athletic. I mean, he's as old as he is now, as long as he's been in the league, I mean, he's still very serviceable.
1: Um, he's so old, he played with the original AI. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Him and Kyle Corver. Oh, my gosh, that's right. So, you ever look at athletes getting old and it makes you think how old you're getting? Feeling, no, okay. This I means, don't. I, feel, <laughs> I, I try not to. I see LeBron James and he's 32 and I see him and I remember that he got drafted my junior year of high school. <laughs> um, I'm like, uh, I just feel the, the time just stripping away my youth. Uh, last question before we get out of here. Do you feel anybody has a chance to take down the Golden State Warriors in the next, say, two to three years?
0: oh boy no I don't I mean as long as Durant and Curry are still there I I don't see anybody doing that Mm -hmm. Um, yeah
1: I I just just don't (laughs) the Warriors are going to win the next four out of five titles and we just going to be sick but let's have somebody
0: make it interesting and, and you know try and take them down let's like I said, that's the best part of it. So, at least I mean, the arms to... race is underway. Mm-hmm. So let's let's see what see what, you know let's see what the Rockets got. You know, what, let's give it give it their best shot and um, shock the world. Maybe who knows? I agree wholeheartedly. But at this point, nah, <laughs> like Golden State. Again, I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> All right, send us off. Uh, thanks again for tuning in. Tuning in. Uh, like I said at the beginning of the episode we're we do this now at this point as, as often as we have time for mm-hmm. uh, so hopefully we'll be back well we will be back shortly because we're gonna do another show right after we're done recording yeah. this one so uh, you'll get a twofer this weekend maybe that'll hold you over for a couple of months
1: <laughs> hopefully sooner but you know we'll see uh, we'll t- we're gonna talk off here about that you might have a plan where neither one of them had to leave home to do this podcast that could work that could yeah. be a possibility so uh, find us all
0: over twitter and whatnot.
1: the interwebs as it were yeah uh,
0: right. at 288 underscore it's all worded out
1: right yeah yeah I so, guess I don't know I haven't run that account in a while yeah I've been posting the podcast from my own account because uh, I got gotcha. it's, it's I don't think about it really, really? I'm lives some mind sometimes then give them your Twitter. You're, you're the most active on Twitter. I am. And that's not really saying much. My Twitter is, I don't know it offhand. At Maybe. DQ327. That's it. Although I will be changing that soon. Something I'm going to update to uh, something more. Uh, Flashy? No. In line with the brand, 288. Oh, okay. All right. So let's get out of here. Ready? Thanks again. Yeah. And uh, our, ba- our baseball podcast will be dropping soon. Go ask Later, babies.